The Rambam in Hilchis issues, Peik of Dalat Gimel, mentions the halacha. What if someone married a woman that is also for him? She's also the, to, to be with him. Either she's a Isad Rabbanon or the Chai Velavin. Where the Kiddushin is Chal, because it's only a Chai Velavin. The Isakar is, it's not Chal the Kiddushin. Talking about they're married, Apidin, Kedas Moshevi Yisrael, and she's also for him. Like Chai Velavin, where the Kiddushin is Chal, but and they're married, Apiyalachim. But it's, they're also to stay together. The child is the Gabba de Ksuba. Does he have to give her Ksuba when he divorces her? Bezin tells him they have to get divorced. Does he have to give her a ksuba? And the Ramam there discusses that uh, let's say he didn't know. If he didn't know that she was an usher for him until after the marriage. After the wedding, he found out that she's actually a, she's a relative or she's, that she's related to him in a way which is usher for him. So the Ramam says that the Tosefus ksuba is going to have to pay. The Ksuba, the Chachamim only instituted the Ksuba, the Ika Ksuba, in order to prevent people from getting divorced. But here we want them to get divorced, so therefore there's no reason to have a Ksuba. The whole reason of the Ksuba is that the Ksuba should be a, a reason, right, a deterrent for the husband not to take divorce lightly. Because he's going to know there's some financial, there's a financial um, uh, ramifications. The Tosefus Ksuba is the added things that the husband gives on his own, partially because he hopes that she'll be his wife and he wants to give her the Tosefus Ksuba in return for her becoming his wife. That stuff, that Tosefus Ksuba, so he has to pay her. Says the Rambam, they're not allowed to stay married. Says the Rambam, because. Yes, it's true that he was giving the Tesefik Suba on the condition because he expected her to be his wife. She's willing to be his wife. She's not defaulting on her agreement. Her agreement is that she'll be his wife and he'll give her Tesefik Suba. So she's willing to be his wife. I the Torah's geyser on her that she's not going to be married to him. That's the Torah's, that's the Bitsala Torah. She's not back of anything. In any contract, as long as the two sides are not ma'akiv uh, to, to do their side of the, of the agreement, the, 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 the agreement is valid, and the agreement is binding. If she were to say, I, I, I can't stay married to you because Torah says no, if she said that, then we understand. She's, uh, she, she also, she's, she's opting not to stay married. But if she says, I'm, as far as I'm concerned, I'm willing to stay, stay on with the marriage. I, it's also, I'm willing to do an sir. But I am willing to do it. So therefore, because I'm willing to do it, I should be getting Tesefus Ksuba. Because you, you're giving me, you promised me the Tesefus Ksuba in, in return for me agreeing to be your wife. And I'm agreeing to be your wife. I'm happy to continue to be your wife, even though it's an Isa. I, Torah says, no, that's, that's the, the Torah's Gezer. So here in the Rambam, there is a big Yesoit, a Yesoit Godel, in a general question that Achinim discuss widely, Rav Zevin has a long article in the back of Lo'ir Halach about it, but it's discussed in, in different Achinim. It's a general question about the contracts. Two people sign an agreement. If you do this, I'll pay you so-and-so. Let's say the thing that he, he's contracting him to do is a davarasa. Let's say I hire somebody to kill somebody. I say, I'll give you $5,000 if you do it. 
and the guy did it, and I don't want to pay. Can he take me to bed and say, hey, we have an agreement? He did his side, now I, I owe him the money. In other systems of law, it's, it's a, such a contract would be completely dismissed as irrelevant and meaningless because it goes against the, the interests of the, of the system, of the whole legal system. In Torah, it's not so. Torah is the only legal system where a, a contract like this would still be binding. And if he did it, you have to pay. Rav Grossman in Netzach Yisrael, Rav Grossman was Rosh Kfachabad, has a whole truva about a real case that happened in Yerushalayim in his Bezdin, where somebody hired, in a, uh, somebody wanted to sell a property, an American Jew wanted to sell a property, and, and a prospective Israeli buyer um, hired an, uh, an appraiser, also a crook, uh, that he should appraise the property for less money than it's really worth. The American who owned the property wouldn't know what the market value is, so we can tell him anything. So you hire the appraiser, he says, you write up a, an appraisal for $20,000 less, and, I, and I'll buy the property for less money, and then I'll give you $5,000 kickback. And he did it, the appraiser did his job, and the, the house was sold. The American owner left, back to the United States, and then the, the appraiser came to the buyer and said, give me my $5,000, and he said, no, I don't owe you anything, this is illegal. Against Allah. I mean, we, we were both crooks. You want me to honor an agreement like this? So they went to Bez, and the Bez says he has to pay. Because Al-Padini has to pay. There's a raya for this. From a Gemara in Baba Metzia, and a Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, from Rove, Rove in Mesech the Baba Metzia, and of Tzadik Aleph, and then also in Baba Kamen, that Rove says that Esnan, Zoyna, the deen that an Esnan cannot be brought to the Beis Amikdash, if a woman gives it the Besamish as a carbon, but she got it in return for a mice to Eva. This carbon is possible for, this animal is possible for carbon. And Rove understands the Pshat that the reason the animal is possible is because it came as a result of an exchange for, for a Davaraso. Right? She got it in return for agreeing to do a Davaraso. But it has to be that the animal was owed to her. That means she did her side of the thing. She, she, she did whatever he wanted. And in return, he gave her the animal. Had he not owed her the animal, let's say if Alpi didn't, the contract would not be valid. The agreement would not be valid. And he wouldn't have to pay. Even if he gives her the animal in return for, for, the, for the favors that she gave him, the animal would not be possible. The, the animal has to be a direct product of this legally binding exchange, that he ordered this in return for what she did, and then the animal is possible. So the Chayre, this is the agreement which is which is also. And nevertheless, the Torah says that it's that you can't bring the, the the animal for a carbon. You see that an immoral contract, an illegal contract, still retains its contractual value. It's binding. Hagam that they agree on something which is also. As I said, lahav dollars in other systems, it's it's it has no legal legally binding value at all. But this, the 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 the, the, the chiddush of the Torah it goes even further. There's a case of like ribis halvo with ribis. If somebody's malvet, somebody gives a loan of ribis. A pidin, you not only give money for ribis, you give him hundred dollars, on condition that in ten days he'll give you back hundred and ten. That's awesome. 
But if they signed an agreement like that, let's say they make they engage in such a um, you know um, loan transaction, where, where the Malva gave hundred dollars, with condition that it'll pay back a week later hundred and ten. So the 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 Mishlamelech and the Zamarit, many Achonim say that the pshat is you're not allowed to give the ribis. Of course, it's us. The Torah says you're not allowed to give ribis, but it doesn't mean that the levy doesn't owe it. From the contractual standpoint, the fact that they had an agreement, I give you $100, in condition that you give me back 110 that creates a ischivus on the part of the levy that he has to give ribis. On a, on a level of mominess, there's a chiv mamoni here on the levy to give. But then there's an iso that says he's not allowed to do it by pail. That's how the achinim learn. So here we see that an agreement that, that includes something which is a dover uh, people are contracting a Dover Osser and saying that this Dover Osser um, should be done, right? If this one is done, there'll, there'll be a Chivis to pay. This Chivis is valid. The receivers brings another raya from Gemarion Rosh Hashanah with the story with the two A, with uh, the Tzedukim hired Adim to uh, testify in front of a Bezdin that they saw the new moon, which wasn't true. One of the Edim actually gave out to the Bezdin the truth and thought that this is not true. I'm just, I pretended to collaborate with the Tzedukim, but I came here to tell you the truth that they, they, this whole thing is not true. And the Chachamim, the Bezdin told him that he can keep the 200 Zuz which the Tzedukim gave him. Rashi there says that the Bezdin was telling him, even though you didn't do what you, was, you, you, you betrayed them, why they hired you to commit perjury. But you betrayed them. You did not. You gave them out. Nevertheless, we reward you. The Loshan Rashi is Masha. What if he had not betrayed them? Then he would be entitled to the money of Pidin. It's an agreement. Rashi says, even though you did not do what they said, so you don't deserve the money, you should give him back the money because you didn't do what you promised to do. But we're giving you as Afkeb as Nefke as a reward for, for, for saving us from this situation. It's a Rashi that. that Mitzad, the contractual obligation itself, he has to pay. He, he, he deserves to get the money. But there, there's, now there's an opposite question. What happens if somebody hires an assassin? And he hires him, he says, okay, I'll give you $5,000. Tomorrow I want you to... So but he gave him the money in advance. And then you realize, oh, it's chaser to, to kill... I want my money back, the contract. I want to renege on the contract. Now, Alpidin, the guy is not allowed to kill. So he, he cannot fulfill his side of the bargain. So the contract should be annulled. But what if the Ratzeach, the assassin, says, I'm ready to do it. I don't care about the Surim. All I agreed is to go and do it, and I'm happy to do it. As long as I'm sticking to what I agreed to do, I shouldn't be penalized and have to give the money back. Let, just let me do it. Just let me go and do it. So do we say in this case that the Ratzeich has, has a point? He can say that I'm it's at Mitzidi, I'm not Ma'akiv. So that is a Isotayr of Anoisirtzach. So therefore, if, if, as long as I'm, I'm willing to do it and, and able to do it, even if the Torah asks on me to do, that shouldn't be an ikuv on the contract. I should still be entitled to the money. And as long as I'm willing to go and do it and ready to do it, the fact that there's an Isotayr shouldn't be an ikuv. 
so the question is, what do we say in this case? Can the, the, the hirer say, I'm reneging on the contract, I want my money back? Or can the retzeach say, no, I'm, I'm not giving you back the money, I agree to give you a service, and I'm going to provide, I'm, I'm willing to provide it. I, it's also, I don't care. So here we have a machlaikis already. From the Sivis and Chavazdas is mashma that in that case, we say that the person can renege on the contract. The fact that it's also for him to do it, and he hasn't done it yet. When he already did it, and the question is, do I have to pay for it? Of course you have to pay for it. But, but if he hasn't done it, since there's an ease of him to do it, the guy who hired him can say, it's also for you to do it, so therefore, we should re- I want to cancel, rescind the whole contract, and give me back my money. The Chavaz the, Dazi talks about the din from Esnan Zayna. Let's say that he gave her the tle, the, the shepsela before the maizah, and she gave it as a carbon. And later on, she, she, she does the maizah. So he says, he wants to renege and say, no, 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 okay, I don't want to do the maizah. He says, we're not allowed to do it. She says, I'm willing to do it. And the behemoth should be, is owed to me, apidin. And therefore, it's like Osir al-Zayas I mean, it's the same concept. So Rav no, in that case, of course, he can cancel the contract. Rav Zevin argues from Rayas, from the Rajbu, with Ritvo, and Adiyu, Kana Gemari, Navei that even in that case, in, let's say, to go to the case of the Ratzeach, the Ratzeach, he's gerecht, he's right. If he, as long as he's willing to do what he wants to do, even if the Torah asks it, it's not, he's not going back on his, on his agreement. He's willing to do his side of the agreement. So the other guy cannot renege on the contract. And if he wants to renege, then he's losing the money. What I don't understand, why nobody brings this Rambam as a Raya Muchachas to what Rav Zevin says. The Rambam says, foolish that even though the husband engaged in a marriage which they're not allowed to be, so the he says, I don't have to pay Tayseva's Ksuba. I only give Tayseva's Ksuba because I thought we were going to be a husband and wife. And, she, and, and I gave it because she agreed to be my wife. But now Tayseva says, we're not allowed to be together. I don't want to pay the Tayseva's Ksuba. Says the Ramam, no. He has to give it to Tayseva's Ksuba because she can say, the Ikov is not beside me. I, I'm ready to, to stay on in the marriage. I, Tayseva says, no. It's the, but the Tayseva says, no. Because Mamish Arayat to the, what the Rav Zevin says, that even in that case, we see the contract, the, 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 the validity, the power of the agreement is so strong that even though the Torah asks us to do it, the, the, the person who is mischaif uh, to do the Dover can claim, because I'm willing to do it, you can't cancel the contract on me. In other words, if you don't want, to do it, want me to do it, that's fine, but I, I don't have to lose the money. I keep the money. This Ramam is a clever